This is PBE Daily, the early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on this particular episode. On this particular episode, I'm actually revisiting a topic I touched earlier on. And it's a topic that more information has been brought to my attention as far as the different, say, cookies that exist online. I've been told this thing from, for years and years that whenever you look at certain online platforms, there are certain things that you, you should be aware of. Like, for example, say, you thought about a certain topic that you wanted to discuss with your friends and then that topic you actually discussed with your friends starts popping up on your timeline as an ad or as a thought of the day and things like that so i recently made a podcast where i talked about how a certain uh, religious leader in my country has been having this uh, whole video clip uh tirade that's been going on like he makes he puts up a couple of videos and these videos just seem disturbing because you cannot believe that what he's doing still he has a congregation in front of him and i was always worried about that and since then it was used as a form of humor a lot of uh, individuals across the globe came up with ways to actually make humor be poked at it and i think it's just that's what's been happening lately you find a headline and then the headline comes out a lot of people will make either a meme or a vine about that thing that happened and then there'll be either be outrage or humor that'll actually make make it be shared over and over and funny thing is when i start looking at those particular patterns those patterns are what is used nowadays to actually advertise things to make things infectious enough in conversation and have them be clickbait driven you have to make them either super controversial or super curious and as a result of that i feel the integrity of the information shared is lost but that is just within my thoughts because also it kind of explains why i objectively find out stuff at the very last minute i do not like riding a wave when the wave begins because when you do that you end up suffering the repercussions of that no one really knows what they're really talking about and by the by them not really knowing what they're talking about you end up suffering because the information doesn't seem pure enough i don't know if that makes any sense but to me it actually does i i never really touch a trending topic when it's trending unless it's a tragedy that requires my immediate assistance or my immediate help in any way that i can but if it's something that i'm seeing that is potentially not dire and it seems as if it's something that's being blown out of proportion i will distance myself because i notice that the way we are triggered or made to act out of the norm if you will let's find let's use those words instead you act out of the norm because somebody has made your passions become so heightened that you must address something or you must pick pick up something and good and throw it to us towards someone i try to avoid that and i was watching this uh it's a, it's a it's a it's a series that was, was born from the vox youtube channel and now it got into partnership with um netflix and it's a, it's a series called explained and explained is just it's basically what they do on vox the youtube network but now even more in depth and slightly longer episodes on netflix now the topics that existed sorry about that the topic that existed on this one was um it touched on how cults are formed that's not the title but it's it, it it when you watch it you'll actually see where this is coming from and the whole idea about the cult worship and the cult leadership that's actually that have existed since time immemorial when you look at how those particular cults are formed the potential space for them to actually recruit followers and believers you need people to be disenfranchised from the disenfranchised there will you find the audience that you seek and 
when you think about even the whole idea of religion you go for the people who are the meek and the and the downtrodden and the guys who are looked down upon and the guys who feel like they do not have a sense of direction in in life and in in, in the path of their existence they, they're questioning the universe and they're questioning their everyday lives of, as to why they still have a pulse why they still rise on a different day and religious leaders and cult leaders or people who play for for these particular two distant leaps they take this as potential fertile ground for them to poke their ideas and actually impose those ideas upon us and I was thinking about that and I started looking at it not only as a religious sense because I do not like it when people's faith are tested that way it's why I don't like playing around with things like emotions because I personally find it super hard to flinch from the kind of emotion I'd like to portray and if I feel like I'm being disingenuous I'll just distance myself or I'll try as much as possible to be fair by telling you where the thought is and where my, my drive is and if I tell you where the drive is and it comes off in a way that comes off offensive it's not with the intention of being offensive but it's probably with the intention of maybe you should distance yourself from me at this particular state as I figure myself out it, it sounds very cold and from a position of anger but that's not the point at all the whole idea is i do not want to make a person feel like they're being compromised from the truth in any way shape or form the last thing you want is for people to feel disrespected or people to feel offended of people people to feel taken advantage of because of what purpose is it for you to do that to people because i don't i don't mess with karma like that i've said it time and again on this podcast and i've said it in my everyday life karma does not forget and that chick is always right on time and you don't want her to be on your corner or even looking in your direction because that's just a stephen king book waiting to happen and that's the last thing i'm going for but i digress to come back to what i was actually trying to put my mind around the whole religious reformations that have existed in the past couple of years where we have people who take advantage of the disenfranchisement of the of the masses and use them to do uh heinous acts take for example jonestown what happened in jonestown so take for example what happened in japan, in japan where they had people actually try to be killed with siren gas uh, siren gas or i, I don't know the, the actual scientific term for that gas but it's, it's the gas that actually killed 13 people in japan and take take for example um the different leaders who make people give away the money and the wealth that they had like there's a character who i think i'm gonna get his name wrong but forgive me i think his name was brother divine and he considered himself a god walking amongst men and the crazy thing about the video clips i've seen of him is the audience he has is of both races and this was during the 60s during the civil rights movement and during the civil rights era and then by having those that many disenfranchised people in the south he took advantage of them and he, he made wealth for himself and apparently uh, jim jones the leader of jonestown and the cultish leader who actually led to the deaths of thousands of people and and, and the disenfranchisement of those people as well he was a follower of that and i look at that particular frame of mind and i think about okay now the the cultish type following that exists at that time and i love how the series explained put it the series is actually called explained just putting that in for clarity they put it in the sense of you need people to be disenfranchised and to distance themselves from their peers and 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 stuff like that but in the age of the internet groupthink is a thing because the groupthink is actually born from the result of you willingly bring yourself to the phone or to your computer and you open a specific site and you go to that site and you basically bear worship on that site so you're doing your pilgrimages every single time you go to that site and because of the fears of peer pressure your peers tell you that you should speak or talk in a certain way in order for all of you to think collectively as one unit is that or is that not control 
And when I looked at that mentality, I said, okay, cool. Now that's based upon the ideals of religion. Now take the same frame of mind of taking the downtrodden, the people who feel disenfranchised, and then you give them something that could be a potential cop out for them to actually live their lives or find comfort and peace in their lives. Music also li- lines up in that. And I reach, the reason I mentioned music is because I don't recall which particular uh, show I was watching or which particular video clip I was I was I was uh, consuming at the time. But there is a mention of how, say, for example, individuals who enjoy certain kinds of music they're scared of having music be involved in certain faiths and faith spaces because the music sometimes could infect you with ideas that those ideas end up becoming a principle of life i'm a sucker for hip-hop and i'll always love hip-hop but then there's a period in hip-hop where the people who were downtrodden were the guys who spoke from a position of anger that came forward born up born from the different struggles they've seen around the world and the kind of disenfranchisement they probably saw in their families and in the in the existence that they had being lower middle class or being not even in any class that would be actually counted in any way shape or form now take those individuals and you give them a microphone and they have an audience that actually feels they can relate to that now a child who comes from a different class may look at that story and say okay cool i'm going to leave the class i'm in and come into their world so i could better understand my world and their world as well so maybe we could find a compromise and a middle ground for us to both be in peace and happiness with one another is that not a form of pseudo leadership into a cultish belief and i know people like to throw hip-hop under the bus for that but you know the thing that actually makes things clearer to all of us is when you look at how successes and failures dictate who stays in hip-hop long enough so the commercial successes of hip-hop prove that it's a it's a it's a means to an end it proves that it's a means to actually getting things across not only for the success of money or by the success of influence so you can't really say it has that much compromises but then that argument of just presented right now falls flat on its face because that's the same thing that happened to religion years ago when televangelism became a thing a lot of people made a lot of money from that televangelistic existence because they made money from televangelism we all suffered and because we all suffered now everything has gone sideways think about it how do we give ourselves the excuse or give ourselves the the belief system that all is well yet when you look at how we've conducted ourselves in the last couple of years we have not really been in the religious fervor or in the peaceful coexistence kind of way of thinking and some of these arguments fall flat on their face because we we want we truly want a sense of belonging we want a tribe but not a tribe based upon the community you were born from but a tribe based upon the ideals that you have because we already accept the fact that the human race we all are one as far as the human race is concerned a line was drawn in regards to the skin that we are covered in and the places that we were born and as a result of that it was it was possible for people to actually control who does what and how long that they stay in those particular positions of power now that put aside we're now a global village i can literally put up a tweet right now and somebody else in the global see it the recording i'm making right now when it's posted online as you're listening to it you in whichever part of the world you're listening to i'm able to share my ideas born from this young man in nairobi to actually get to you wherever you are across the globe when it comes back to the whole idea of religion being used as a tool against man is it not fair to assume that 
the kind of cult basis to make a cult worship come to, to life is what is also being used in the creation of political figures. Just walk with me on this one. Look, for example, at the different leaders who I, I think in a previous podcast I mentioned that the bully is having an upper hand because the bully knows what to say, when to say it, and the practicality of what that bully is saying always grants them the position of power. The liberal individual wants to do things like the bully, but the thing that fails the liberal individual is because their emotions get involved with the argument they need to present. And the moment you bring emotions into the argument, everybody closes up and they don't feel what you're trying to put across. I was watching this interview of the foreign minister, the former foreign minister for Iran, and when I was hearing him speak, he, he's, I think he's a great debater. His name escapes me, but it's a CNN interview that he did and was being asked about the, the, the situation they're having with Iran and other countries in that particular part of, Islam, of, of Islamic world. And the, the quest that's trying to be achieved in that side of the world is who will be the superior force and the bigger argument to hold as far as the region in the superpower status. A lot of them have nuclear powers and nuclear warheads and, and in many cases the way that those things are done in is you have a war and then from the war you make an expansion of your, of your territories. The thing I liked about the foreign minister, minister was he said that he does not feel like the country needs any more expansion. Iran is comfortable with what, what it looks like and the kind of distance it covers. I'm not trying to get political, I'm just trying to draw it back to what I'm trying to say as far as taking the disenfranchised and using them against the people. He was asked a different question because he he confessed that he was educated in the United States but he doesn't miss anything anymore in the United States. But he misses reason. He misses the age of reason where people would take time to actually sit down and break down everything they've received, everything they've taken. I look back on that and I think about how there was one time I actually mentioned to a friend of mine and I think I also mentioned in this podcast, I've done so many, it's hard for me to actually keep track of what thought was put where, where I said, I like the idea of binging, but I think it also fails us when we binge because by binge consumption, we are not given the chance to actually evaluate that which we saw and draw conclusions from that particular thing. Think back to TV shows that you used to watch on a Monday and then wait another Monday to watch it. You had an entire week to break down everything that happened there. If there's research material you could potentially touch and read, you'd find that material, read it, and then come back to the actual show, better informed from what's happening. To draw it back to the whole idea of uh, this monopolization of religion and everything, the new religion right now is getting attention. You are your own faith base. You feel uh, disenfranchised when people do not retweet or repost or constantly speak on that which you create take for example a couple of weeks back i put up three episodes in one day and when i put up those three episodes in that one day i wanted both, all three episodes to get the same attention but then that was a mistake because it meant i started compromising that which i'm creating because i want that attention i'm craving it so bad that it actually made me compromise how well i did that which i was creating and I'm sure I've made an episode where I talked about how I feel the whole need to be noticed is important to me, but I'm trying to avoid also making it compromise the quality of material I create. Because I sometimes watch certain shows which would like to have the undivided attention of the entire globe, but the reason I can't really watch those shows is because I can tell whenever they're trying to say something in order for me to be feeling as if there's something controversial enough for them to talk about later. And I've seen it happen in one particular show. I, I, won't, I won't mention the show, but I'll just say this. It's a, it's, a, it's a podcast that exists and it's also shared on YouTube. And this podcast, they made an, uh, uh, 
an allegation which was not a true statement just making a mockery of uh, the sexual interactions between one character from one podcast and one character from another podcast now the character from the other podcast clearly stated to them when she came to clear the air by saying I can't be comfortable with you saying certain things about me because you saying that implied that I'd actually done the act and I hadn't and I don't know you enough to actually be funny with you in that in that way and people keep on crossing the boundaries of what uh friendship and camaraderie is way too often the the lines are so blurred even in in the friendship angle of things that it actually makes the the quality of things suffer so i'm not trying to make uh headlines by creating material that is actually moved towards triggering you i don't want you triggered i want you curious that is my start and finish. I want you curious. Curious enough to me to think about the things that I say, and then you go sit down and you break down for yourself the conclusions you could draw. I used in the previous edition of this whole Religious Monopoly podcast, I mentioned the whole idea of um, how Russia was kind of abused by the fact that the Queen and the queen empress was really trying to save the life of her son and she did anything and everything to make sure that he was okay so even believing in gregory rasputin to do what he wanted to do as far as even influencing the ideas she'd tell her husband who was then the czar of russia and it ended up costing them their lives and costing that gentleman his life as well but he came from nothing and he understood by watching how other people who came from nothing would obey everything he says if he speaks in a certain form of charm this speaks in a certain form of uh, charisma and truth saying there's some people who, when you hear them speak, they, they draw you closer towards them by that which they say. It's one thing I love about certain stand-up comedians and where, how they speak and the kind of conclusions that they draw. But then again, I also try as much as possible, even for the guys I believe in and, and I look up to, to walk away from that by asking myself pros and cons, ins and outs of how good or how bad is that which they're saying to me at this time. So that's one thing that I do for myself in order to not be dragged into a rabbit hole that I don't understand. My religion and my, my faith and my path towards finding inner peace is constantly changing and it's constantly shifting. But I would advise you to think about the whole idea of how cults are formed and how we're currently trying to create cults of how we look at celebrities and celebrity individuals. I have my reservations about the idea of certain celebrities choosing certain paths in faith. Because I recall in my local industry, whenever an individual turned from making commercial music or should I say secular music to making gospel music, it was a move towards making even more money. It wasn't a, a path chosen because you want to actually find peace and faith and you're using this tool to better your relationship with God and the congregation of God to have a, a more of a family set up for yourself as far as your faith is concerned. To some individuals, it's a means to an end. I'm not one to question somebody's hustle. I just want you to think about the ins and outs of that which you choose to do in that particular hustle. So as much as this may feel like it's going completely left field of the idea of monopoly of religion the kind of things we are religious towards have changed we're religious towards how we are conducted and seen online we're religious towards how we're looked at fiscally because we live in a world where everybody gives props to the richest guy we're religious in the, in the fact that we want to be loved in a certain way and we'll do anything and everything to be loved in that specific way but we we also fall short when we we, we compromise how we want to be loved and end up suffering because we didn't let ourselves be vulnerable i personally haven't reached the level to actually accept being vulnerable ever again until i'm able to do that i probably should not put a person through torture 
think on that marinate on that with that being said thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this particular episode and enjoying this particular episode because the word particular has been used so many times because i really want to be specific on this one (laughs) say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all thank you again for taking the time to listen